0: I think we need to find moments of taking that pause wherever we can find them. And that doesn't mean you need to go out and go for a walk or you need to have a meditation session. Those moments of pause really can be anywhere. Having a meal wherever they might be. Expanding possibilities, the mindset zone.
1: I'm your host, Anna Malikian. And before we start please remember to visit Mindset.Zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone to access all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at Mindset.Zone. And if you want to get the free chapter of my book, Mindset Zone, please go to Mindset.Zone book. Today, our special guest is Jenna Juniper. Jenna is the CEO at Housing Consultants of America, a consulting and training company focused on affordable housing. She has an absolutely inspiring story, and we are so happy to welcome her to the Mindset Zone. How are you today?
0: I'm lovely. How are you?
1: So I was really looking forward to do this interview with you because after we met in the National Speaker Association, Arizona chapter, and I find your story so fascinating. So I'm very glad that you accept the invitation to be in the mindset zone. And I would love that you start by telling us, because you have this passion for preventing homelessness and expanding affordable housing. Can you tell us a little bit more about that?
0: Yes, so really I've been in this industry for well over 16 years. And as I've grown in this industry, my passion for ending homelessness and expanding affordable housing has just grown. And it's a continual need that we're bringing more awareness to in our country right now. Uh, Unfortunately, due to quarantine, the cost of living has become so high and families can't afford to live in housing that they used to be able to live in. And they're finding themselves living in cars, uh, living in a family's house, sleeping on a couch. And so really what I wanna do is I want to be able to to change homelessness across America, not just in Arizona. Housing is one of our basic needs, and when we don't have that need being met, we can't excel in other areas. And so that that then affects, as we're going to talk about today, our mindset. It affects our health. It affects so many other avenues of our lives. And so I have always felt that I want to help people, and one avenue I can do that is taking care of one of their basic essential needs, which is housing. And then being able to give them tools to succeed in other avenues of their life.
1: And when you speak about this, is really, I can, my background is psychology. I cannot immediately, when you speak, this is one of the basic needs. I thought about the Maslow pyramid of needs. Yes. That if we don't take care of having a place that we consider safe, it's the water, it's the food that we put in our tables, it's much more difficult to do other work Mm -hmm. uh, like self-development work because there are other priorities that need to be met and at the same time it's a dance that sometimes we need the other work to be able (laughs) to get out of that uh, very precarious situations and uh, we need to be a village in that sense of supporting each other but before going exploring that different dimensions the mindset the society. I would love to speak also about this here. This start, this passion that you have, this mission that you are living, start because of your own personal story. Do you mind to share that with our listeners?
0: Of course, of course. You know, like I I joke with many professionals in our industry, no one grows up thinking they're going to get into affordable housing or become a property manager and auditor. We never think that that's the industry we're going to go into. In fact, I wanted to be a teacher when I grew up. I loved that was my passion at that point in time. And I, as I grew up, I made some poor choices right outside of high school. And because of those choices that I made, I fell away from my family and I came from a very, and come from a very large Italian family. So we are close, you know, we're, we're one of those families where you get together every Sunday for Italian dinner and there's 50 family members all gathered around the table. That was the culture I grew up in. And so to find myself as... Uh, 18 year old and at that point I was a single mom in a very unhealthy and abusive relationship by myself in a world that I have any resources I didn't know what to do all I knew is I had to take care of myself and take care of my son and what could I do to, to meet our needs our basic needs as we just said and I found hope in housing I had actually was looking for an employment job and i found a temp agency and the temp agency put me at a an apartment complex and i knew nothing about affordable housing i had never even heard the term so this was all new to me and sitting down and i i had no hope I, it was as if i was just going there just to go through the motions something just told me i needed to be there and listening to this person on the other side of the table tell me your rent is paid for. Don't worry about it. Now all you need to do is figure out, you know, your basic essentials, food, things like that. Uh, but here we've now figured out your, your employment. Uh, I was working at an affordable housing property or temping there, and I fell in love with it. The stories I heard, the people that were coming in, everyone had a story of needing that roof over their head. That Those keys made a difference to them and their life. So having that job, just working at a, a, as a temp on an affordable property opened all my doors.
1: So let's press here the pause button because there are so many, I think, so important details here. Okay, we all once in a while do choices that we are not proud of. Sometimes they can cascade in very unwanted consequences that of we course. have to live with. You were, you're in a death situation with a young child that makes everything even Absolutely. And you felt at the time that you didn't have the choice. You knew that you were not okay in that abusive relationship. You didn't feel much choices available, but somehow even in that hopelessness, there was this opportunity of a job that you say, okay, even not knowing what is going to happen next, you say, okay, at least I'm going to be doing that. And it was almost uh, a lottery ticket without you realizing, in the sense that not that immediately change everything, but you start like you were had been before in a negative, vicious cycle, like a snowball that yes. starts with a, one bad decision that took to another bad decision and um, took you to a very bad situation. This job within these conditions with this network of support was the positive. Cycle. Sometimes we get in the wrong train and we learn from it. But sometimes we see the right train coming along and we don't jump in, but you jump into the right train and you start to build from it.
0: Yes, yes. And it was not only building for me, it was building a future for my son. It was giving him the stability he needed, the roof over the head, the food having employment and then having housing, I'm meeting, you know, two, as we just said, two of the basic needs are now being met. So I can then take care of myself. I can then put my mind in the right situation where I am thinking positively and thriving and not always in this negative mindset. And that was the, I would say life-changing decision for me. And, And like you said, we all make, decisions that's part of part of our experience as humans and this was a huge opportunity for me and I think for me it was just it, it was hope it was anything and knowing I had that not only employment which is income to make my needs met but uh roof over my head two of my needs were being met immediately
1: And because of the way that they were structuring this network of support, because they didn't, I think, they didn't want just to be a band aid. They want to do something. Okay, we are giving you this extra support now, but you want you to fly afterwards. They also provide training, correct? Correct.
0: Yep. All of our industry providers provide some sort of training, but I can say I was like a sponge. I took the basic training that they gave me and I wanted more. And I'm still that way to this day. It's, I always want to learn more and, and empower myself. But at the same time, I believe that my knowledge is free. If if I have someone who's in the same situation I was in, or someone who's starting new off in our industry, my knowledge is shared. This is, we're we're all in this together. Anyone who wants to help make a difference in housing, I am always open to, to having them pick my brain because it really does take a village and a team and a nation to move this needle of building more housing or getting individuals out of homeless shelters and into stable housing.
1: And I find your story so inspiring, so many different levels. And one of the things is that you illustrate, really, one of my beliefs, I I work a lot in the human potential arena, helping people really tap and unlock their human potential. And I'm a true believer that we have more power than we think that we have. And you are living proof of it. Once you start to release and exploring and learning new skills, now you run a successful agency. That is helping other people. You are in a mission. You are making a huge difference out there. I see your beautiful surroundings, even if the people are just listening and not seeing the video. So you really made it to the other side. And now you are in the mission of helping, of making a difference. And at the same time, yes, you have done your inner work. Absolutely. You grab the opportunity. You're like, you're saying you're like like a sponge. Yes. Absorbing the new training, learning, going for it, trying, and then becomes getting more hope and really taking that to the next level. And I always say that when we speak about the human potential, there is that inner work that all of us have to do. And sometimes it's the best starting point because it's the one that we have more control over. <laughs> let's be honest with you, right? And at the same time, we cannot forget, like your story and so many other stories illustrate, that we are not human beings. We could be calling ourselves connecting beings. Oh, I like it. Yeah, we belong. Is the need of belonging the one of the things that make us, as an animal species? We are not the fastest, we are not the strongest. We are very good when we put our heads together of collaborating, that is our big advantage in terms of evolution is be able to collaborate with each other to do more together than we can do alone. If our ancestors in the savannas in Africa were just loners, possibly we didn't survive and develop like we did. And sometimes we forget that, that yes, it's the inner work that we spoke, and how can we give that helping hand to the one that is in need? And how can we help people that, uh, okay, life circumstances, sometimes for their choices, sometimes without their choices, how many young kids are in very precarious situations and were not their choices. But independent, even if they were that, horrible choices in life, and they want to have an opportunity to make it better, I think as a society, we all win by making that happen. And that is what you, uh, in many ways, with your work now you're doing. So is there inner work? I call it the I work. And then do we work as a group? As a, so the second dimension, but I like to bring a third dimension that is really important in terms of mindset. And in terms of making things happen and stick, that is, we don't live in a vacuum. It's a culture, it's a system that we have to leverage us and change as much as possible to give us better opportunities. Yes. You are working on that. You are working in changing mindsets of people and as, as a society, how we can change things around. Yeah.
0: Well, we we believe, in and the way we're taught when we interact with individuals, it's an I-we community structure. So it's, if I'm not taking care of myself, if I'm not doing my own self, then I can't empower we. I can't empower the community. I can't affect the community. And if then I can affect the community, then I can affect policy. I can affect change. I can, so it's a tiered structure, as you just said. And if we don't start with taking care of ourselves, I can't help anyone else. I can't allow my energy to to reflect off of me and and influence others. And it's very, very hard in these situations when someone is homeless, living on the street with nothing. I mean, we're, we're not even talking a cell phone. You literally just have the clothes on your back. That mindset is very, very hard to break and say, how do I take care of myself when I'm living on the street? And as we've talked, changing your mindset doesn't require money. It doesn't require you to be living in a mansion. It's something you can do when you're on a bus, when you're on a train, you can do this anywhere. And so that's why I'm so glad we're having these conversations because it's needed. It's free. It's just your mind.
1: And I remember when we start to speak about this, that you asked me when you learned that I have the mindset zone, that I do all this work in mindset, in the human potential, how can we help these people? And because I usually, I work with other people that are fully employed, going up in their corporation ladder or leaders of organizations, owners of companies, And I was thinking how the things that I do there can help because they have that basic needs met. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they forget to sleep and to eat properly, (laughs) but that is another. It's a a different set of issues and challenges. And I was thinking when you throw me a challenge, if there was something that you could teach somebody that is homeless or in a very bad situation to start to turn things around. And I still remember one of the first things is listening to stories like yours, and you do that, having that hope. So I will start with that hope that is possible. So good. Knowing that is possible, that other people have very, very dire situations, and with doing some inner work and with the right support, you don't have to be there forever. That is the first thing. And then I think, because one of the works that I do that I call it the key to unlock our human potential, because it's something very basic. I think everybody, if they learn these three basic things, they they can leverage so many other things that happen out there and so many other resources. That is, let's pause. Let's learn not to. It's very easy for us to be in the reactive mode. And mainly, like you were describing in the beginning, you are just Trying to put food on the table. Correct. Making sure that you have something to eat in your next meal. So it's very easy if you are in a situation like that to be in a reactive mode. Where I'm going to sleep to under which little protection or not I'm going to sleep today. So it's absolutely the reactive. We are in survival mode.
0: Yes, that's a perfect way to put it.
1: Yeah. And at the same time, even when we are in that survival mode... If we learn to press the pause button okay, of being able to look to the circumstances to see what other people are doing, if there is any resources out there, if maybe somebody that we knew in the street are not there anymore or somebody that let's not think even just homelessness, but uh, an abusive relationship with a spouse. And thank God there are associations that provide that place to go in a safe way. So look around, because when we are, it's important to understand in terms of psychology, when we are in a stress heightened mode, we see things in a narrow vision. If we are in survival mode. There is, it's like there is a tiger I want to run away. So it's very focused kind of tunnel vision. But if, okay, if you have a kid, the kid is sleeping, and you have a moment, try to see other people around and other things and try to... See if there are possibilities. It's that pause that allows us to see this, to not be reactive and to see that maybe there is something. Consider the possibility. If it was possible for other people, maybe, just maybe, just start to maybe it's possible for you. Sometimes, it, we, sometimes we doubt ourselves a lot, but let's use the doubt in our own benefit. In the sense, starting to doubt that kind of believes the mindset that is this way and there is no way of changing this. Correct. Maybe there is a way of changing this. So use that doubt in your favor and then maybe you will start to see possibilities and you start to realize that the way that you think affect what you believe and what you do and that these are dimensions and of course what you do affects what you think, and and now you feel all these are other three dimensions that interact with each other but developing a little bit of the self awareness gives us more power it's almost i love to give that image of the deck of cards we are playing a game yes life circumstances sometimes we are given a set of cards that we didn't choose Okay. Mm-hmm. But if we make that pause and that self-awareness and reflection, we can decide how we play the cards. And the game is rigged. There yes. will be other people that will have more turns to play. And you are there looking, oh, when is my turn? But keep the hope because when is your turn? Play the best card that you have. Yes.
0: Yes. And I think you are you are so on on point on this because I spend time in homeless shelters and, and with some of our vulnerable youth. And I can tell you taking that pause is so essential because even just for an individual who, let's say, is, is uh, just at a shelter receiving food, in that moment of just having a meal taken care of, that pause can allow their mindset to just release. And as we know, when you're in that fight or flight mode, you're too stressed to see what might be around you. And there might be flyers that you're not seeing, resources you're not seeing because you are so narrow focused and you're in this fight or flight mode, you're not seeing maybe the resources that are around you or the potential that's around you. And so that is so important. I I think we need to find moments of taking that pause wherever we can find them. And that doesn't mean you need to go out and go for a walk or you need to have a meditation session. Those moments of pause really can be anywhere, having a meal, wherever they might be.
1: It's like having a meal. You are in a place that you can just be one moment and allow yourself to look around and see if there is something, some options, some opportunities there, knowing that you are going to try many things and many things are not going to work. It's not just, uh, so if you try something and that something doesn't work as you expect, it's just part of the journey and it's tough and it's not fair. This is not a fair system or a fair life, but there are things that you can do. When I'm working with people, I, I call it the PI method. So three letters, P I E. So the P for pause to creating that pause. The I is increasing the self-awareness. So now that we have that container, that pause, we can become more self-aware and see how things are playing around us and how our role in that game that is life. E is for embracing the experimentation mindset because when we are doing an experiment, even when it doesn't work, we are gathering very relevant and important information that allow us to do something better in the future. So I like to say there is no failures, just new information to learn from. And But I know that when circumstances are tough and we have the hope of something and that something that doesn't materialize, is absolutely devastating. I'm not denying that. The thing is that, Keep looking and keep trying. You will have more options that way.
0: Yes, yes. Well, and, and I think that is so important too, is sometimes we we set our expectations and if we don't see the universe or or what we're believing or hoping for come to fruition immediately, we all of a sudden say, well, then that method didn't work. And so we back off. And what we have to remember is sometimes that takes time. We don't win the lottery overnight. Unfortunately, not all of us do. So it's really important to understand that these methods take time, but it's, it's the continually read repeating this process on a daily basis, hourly basis, especially if you have time that will then just attract positive things into your life, the resources, the people, and it'll slowly then change your mindset on a daily basis from 8am to 5pm. And then it'll be all day. It's, it's so important. And I have to let you know, since we've talked, I have implemented your PIE method. <laughs> I, take my, I actually schedule my pauses now because I knew I wasn't taking them enough. And that is so important. Even if it's just 10 minutes, that pause is rejuvenating.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Re-energizing.
1: We need that moment to reassess, to restart. Every day is a new day the sun rises and the sun sets. There is this renewal in nature that we have, trying to sleep even if it's in not good conditions at night, waking up in the morning. Even a breath cycle is a cycle of renewal. Breathing in and breathing out is a cycle of renewal. It's a moment of restart that we have. So I know that the when circumstances are really tough, and I'm very lucky, I've never had to face those circumstances. But I face other type of challenge in my lives, even pain. Somebody felt pain after surgery. The moment of the pain is really difficult to see anything else besides the, the pain. And I, I still remember so many years ago I had a surgery that was really the post operation was really tough. And I was focusing one breath at the time was the only thing that I could focus. And some days we can only focus one minute at a time or one hour at a time or one day at a time, whatever it is, but is this restart, this power of restart and the pause is to give us a moment of gaining the energy to be able to be more there and to take advantage of the opportunities.
0: You said that perfectly. Absolutely perfectly. It is one moment at a time. It's not a year at a time. Break it down. If you know sometimes and we know as as sometimes parents, we try and our kids want to bite off and have these big goals and and some, we just need to break it down in smaller pieces. So, one moment at a time, one meal at a time, one uh, night at a time and really for for the population that we're trying to assist that is so critical one moment at a time
1: and for the helpers for the people yeah. like oh. you that are in a mission of helping the people that you have working with you so many people are really are trying to make a difference making incredible impact out there please 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 you have to also do this uh, teach them by example taking caring of yourself if they can make the pauses you also can make the pauses. If they can learn about self-reflection and how to use and improve their mindset, we all have to do this process too. And when things we are trying our best and things doesn't work out, we can learn from it and we have to recharge ourselves. So it's a big, big thing. I'm I, i I'm all about making a bigger impact out there while avoiding the burnout, because if the helpers burn out, then there are more less yes. resources out there. You
0: are absolutely right. Absolutely right. And, and it's that, that connection that they make, right? If, if our workers and our support system isn't energized and taking care of themselves, then when they deal with our service providers or our um, youth that are coming in, they don't even have the energy or the tools to provide
1: it. And the thing because if the people that are helping are in burnout, so burnout, imagine it's a flame that burns out and you only have ash. If they are in that, they don't have hope to give because they, they possibly is not just being overtired. They are a little bit more cynic about everything, a little bit more free and they pass that energy that is not helpful for the people that is in the other side. So they don't believe that what they do really is making a difference. Te- or they say all of that is the putting the oxygen mask first in order to be in a better position to give the resources, to give the hope, and to give examples of how people can change their mindsets.
0: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's always about the interactions we make, and they have the opportunity to to just provide a moment of hope or moments of peace of mind for some of these individuals that are walking through their doors and if they are burnt out and they don't have any energy they're not going to inspire the individuals that are on the other side of that table for them and that's what got me and and changed my life was just the kindness of someone on the other side of the table and the opportunity but You're right. You're absolutely right. It's a trickle down effect. If we take care of ourselves, then we we can pass it on to the individuals that we're serving and hopefully they will pick up some of our energy. They'll feel that hope and that will then spiral. That's what we need.
1: A positive spiral. So where people can learn more about you and about the work that you do.
0: So they can find more information on me on our website. It's housingconsultantsofamerica.com. And uh, on there has all of our contact information, our social media links, or they can find me on any social media platform under Jenna Juniper, J-U-N-I-P-E-R. And I'm happy to answer any questions. We work with nonprofits. We partner everyone together to really try and make a difference in this movement right now.
1: And I will make sure that I put all those links in the show notes of this episode and anybody awesome. out there that is listening, please pass this episode along to anybody This that this conversation can be inspiring. I also give away a free chapter of my book that teach a little bit about this, about pausing, increasing the self-awareness and the embracing experimentation. Anything that can help us, simple tools that can help us learn and make the best of what we have, I think we have to grab them and run with it.
0: Absolutely. And your method is wonderful.
1: Absolutely so wonderful.
0: Much. Wonderful. Well, I'm glad we got to connect and chat and hopefully make a difference.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for listening. And remember to visit Mindset.Zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources. All at Mindset.Zone. And if you want to get a free chapter of my book, Mindset Zone, please go to book. As always, I'm so grateful you are here. Expand what's possible. For you, for the ones around you, for the world.